0: I'm what they call
1: cancerous. Hi, everybody. It's your GM, Alex. I hope everyone's ready for another announcement on the future of the show. Well, strap in because today is the big one. I'll try to keep this intro short, but there is a lot of info to get to you guys, so here we go. First, once we wrap up Skull and Shackles, Tuesday Gaming and Swiss Army Scorpion will end with it. Swiss Army Scorpion started with an idea between Andrew and myself. Wouldn't it be cool if we did a podcast? From there, we went through dozens of ideas on what we would call it, what content we would put on it, who would be in it. After a couple years of planning, dropping the idea entirely, dreaming up new iterations, and otherwise not really making any progress with it, we landed on the product that you all know and love. And we didn't really know if it would take off, if we would enjoy doing it, how long we could keep at it, or if it would even be any good. But here we are, with almost an entire campaign, loyal listeners, and even a successful Patreon account at our side. I, I, I can't explain how happy it makes me to know that people that I've never met reach out to me and sincerely express such levels of respect and adoration for what we do. It it's, un, it's unreal, but I'm getting off track. What I'm getting at is that Tuesday Gaming, Swiss Army Scorpion, not only did it exceed our expectations, but it taught us more than we could ever have dreamed. And most importantly, It got us hungry for more. But looking back, there's a lot that we would have done differently as a group, as a company, if you could call it that. And the more we looked to the future, the more we realized that Swiss Army Scorpion, beloved though it is, has merely been the beta version of what we really want to be as a podcast, what we really could be as a podcast. So after Skull and Shackles ends, we will lay Swiss Army Scorpion and Tuesday Gaming to rest. And in their place, we will be making new content under the name Inspired Incompetence. Because let's face it, you can take the tiger out of the jungle, but you can't take the Joe out of this group. But seriously, we wanted a name that was more identifiable with the product we were making. And after some soul searching, realized that this name not only did that, but also represented our brand at best. On to the second item. What will happen to all of our episodes of Tuesday Gaming? What will happen to our website, Facebook, Twitter, and Patreon accounts? Luckily, for the most part, you all don't need to worry about a damn thing. Our Facebook account will be renamed Inspired Incompetence. Our Twitter page will be renamed Inspired Incompetence. Our Patreon page and Discord server will be renamed Inspired Incompetence. Our very new Twitch channel will be renamed Inspired Incompetence. There is no new entity that you'll need to switch to, resubscribe to, or what have you. All you have to do is keep tuning in and enjoy our content. As we get closer to this rebrand, expect to see messages and notifications similar to this on our social medias, letting everyone know what will be happening and when. And once we make the change, we may appear to be a shiny brand new podcast, but it's still us. Nick, Joe, Matt. Tom, Andrew, and myself. The only thing that will be totally different is our website. But under this new name, we will be more. Our goal with Inspired Incompetence is to give you, the listener, more. To give our loyal Patreon subscribers more. It's a new era, folks, and every single one of us here at Swiss Army Scorpion, soon to be Inspired Incompetence, are totally stoked to see you on the other side. And finally, Item number three, what can you expect to hear from the Inspired Incompetence podcast? Tune in next week to find... I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. You've been patient with me this whole time. I wouldn't do you like that. Well, we knew we wanted to run another Pathfinder AP. The process of deciding on which one was tricky because we wanted to pick one we wanted to play, but we also wanted to be conscious of what other APs were being covered by other actual play podcasts. We also knew we wanted to stay with first edition, at least for now. We put it to a vote between the six of us, and I am beside myself with excitement to announce that the Inspired Incompetence podcast's Maiden Voyage will be running the final AP published by Paizo for first edition. That's right. We will be running the Tyrant's Grasp AP with me as your GM. In the coming weeks, be on the lookout for more information, like who the player's new characters are, and more original music written, composed, and created by Andrew for this new adventure. And if you haven't checked out our new Tyrant's Grasp intro music already, go listen on Facebook or Twitter. Now, one more thing before we start. At the end of this episode, we've got a very special little something from our own Tom, who has put himself out there and... Made a, we'll call it a pilot episode uh, of a kind of like a spark notes of mythical, spooky, just fun folklore stuff. It's called Five Minute Cryptids. And this week, he'll be talking about Davy Jones, fittingly enough. It's at the end of the episode. Check it out. Okay. That's enough out of me. Though nearing the end we are, there's still a lot more Skull and Shackles to come, so strap yourselves in for episode 123, Deliciously Salty. Poop welcome back to Tuesday Gaming. We are Swiss Army Scorpion. How's everybody doing? Yes. Feeling devilishly excited.
2: Ooh. Ooh. Hello. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hello. I am ready for glorious Tuesday gaming. Okay, so last time, you guys just killed more devils in this massive naval battle, of which you've seen very little actual ship-to-ship combat. It's been mostly you guys thinning out their uh, the, the Chelish Force's devil supply.
3: Yes, that's good.
1: But at the end of last episode, you guys surfaced in your... Uh, amphibious ship autumn uh, to find you to find yourselves right on the doorstep of the chelish fleets flagship uh, the abigail's fury and devoth as you uh, get a nice close look of this ship you're brought back to many moons ago and a scene plays (gasps) oh cannon fire fills the air throwing thick smoke and an acrid smell between two sailing ships. A galleon with blue and black sails depicting the golden silhouette of an eagle fires on a sloop with sails emblazoned with fiery red chains. Even as we watch, the galleon finishes an impressive volley and grapples with the injured sloop. Sailors board the overwhelmed ship and the clang of steel-on-steel calls across the deck as the two crews do battle. Amid the swinging blades and flying arrows, a tall man makes his way across the enemy deck, cutting down foes as he goes. Finally, after narrowly avoiding a rogue crossbow bolt, he throws open the doors of the captain's cabin, sword at the ready. Instead of a captain, though, he finds two men tied up. A scrawny, half-starved half-orc, and a blister-faced dwarf, Devoth and Ivan. The man runs over to the prisoners at once and frees them from their bonds. Stay here until it's safe. I'll be back after I free the rest of the captives below decks. The two freed men can only stare in disbelief at their rescuer, who flashes them a grin, even as the cabin shakes from some unseen development outside. I'm Holliger Helmworthy, and today, you're free. Helmworthy barrels his way back onto the main deck. Devoth and Ivan share a single look, and then follow him, ready to join the fight. Ivan warps into a giant frog as soon as he clears the cabin and snaps his jaws at the nearest slaver. Devoth has no weapon, and quite weak from starvation, jumps onto the first slaver he can get to. Though he's easily thrown off, the distraction proves to be the slaver's doom, as a cutlass is buried into his gut by the privateer he had been fighting. In a matter of minutes, Helmworthy's crew walks about the deck, victorious, while Keitha Saltspray and her surviving crew are tied to the mainmast. Devoth sits on the steps to the forecastle, clutching his old woodcutter's axe, Chip, not focusing on much of anything. The clatter of the freed slaves and victors shushes when Helmworthy steps back onto the main deck from the captain's cabin. With a mild look of fear, he strides straight up to Keith's saltspray and shoves an unrolled parchment in her face. What is this? Keitha cracks a bloody grin, enjoying the look on her captor's face. So you know her sigil, eh? What's your affiliation with Throon?" <laughs> Only her primary supplier of slaves... Helmworthy's next words are interrupted by the lookout from his ship adjacent to the branded chain. Sails to the north! Keith continues to cackle as Helmworthy grabs a spyglass from one of his men and peers north. Speak of the devil. There's a clatter as the spyglass drops to the deck. All hands to her people's will. Drop sails and bear down! There's a scramble of feet on the deck of the branded chain. The spyglass is kicked across the deck and comes to rest at a pair of pale green bare feet. Devoth bends down and picks it up. He peers through it and beholds a sleek, black-hulled man-of-war with crimson and black sails. As Devoth pulls the spyglass away from his eye, you can faintly hear Helmworthy shout over the commotion, I SAID GET YOUR ASSES IN GEAR! IT'S JEVELIER Throon!" From Devoth's face, it's clear that the sight of this ship and the mention of this name don't really mean anything to him, and he looks confused and upset at the sudden rush to retreat, even as he's knocked back and forth by the stream of sailors rushing past him. For a moment, Devoth makes a face that would suggest he's about to stay and fight, but then he slowly, begrudgingly, turns around and joins the privateers as they finish boarding Helmworthy's ship, and the scene ends. And Devoth is back on the main deck of Autumn looking at this ship closer than he's ever been before.
3: Oh, that's that's a
1: flood of memories right there.
3: What was Cheryl do- doing during all that? <laughs> Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was too much.
0: <laughs>
1: Cheryl was probably busy uh, getting promotions on his dad's lumber mill back oh, oops. Then. <laughs> Oopsie poopsie. <laughs> <laughs> Man. All right. So, <clears throat> you guys see the Abigail's Fury, and the Abigail's Fury sees you.
3: Is there anything we can hide behind? <laughs> the ship?
1: Yeah. Hide behind
4: Devoth as he flies up and ch- like charges this fucking ship.
1: All right. So, Abigail's Fury is coming towards you guys. What do you do?
5: <sighs> okay. So, first things first, cast haste. Uh good call. Second thing, uh create my arcane cannon. Uh okay. third thing, attach cloud kill to arcane cannon. All right, well, hold, hold on, <laughs> hold on. I just got a lot.
1: Uh so let's start with everyone rolling initiative. Hey, uh I totally forgot about this. Ivan from a critical fumble 2 weeks ago. <laughs> Uh, is taking a minus two on all skill checks and saves. And the duration of that was four hours. I don't think any of his fortitude saves for the poison at the end of last episode came that close. But something to just keep in mind going for, because it definitely hasn't been four hours yet. Anyway, everybody give me initiatives. Devoth. That's a 15. Okay. Ivan. 14. Uh, Cheryl. 14. Okay, cool. <laughs> Great. Uh, oh my fucking god. I what? What is? Every, what are your modifiers, Ivan and Cheryl?
3: Just one. All right. I'm just gonna. I'm embarrassed every time I have to right. say it. <laughs> I'm just gonna
1: give it to Ivan, even though I can't fucking hear anything he's saying right now. Leon. I got a seven. Okay. And scram. Uh, Nineteen. Okay. Scram. What's the first thing you do as these two ships are coming towards each other?
5: uh cast haste okay and no, no as a movement
1: okay
5: yeah okay. can i do that yeah go ahead uh, i insist
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> i am going to uh activate my boots of boots of battle herald which uh once per day as a move action the wearer can affect himself with
1: greater heroism for 11 minutes and greater heroism of course Grants you a plus four morale bonus on attack rolls, saves, skill checks, and also grants you immunity to fear effects, and you gain temporary hit points equal to the caster level. You said it was 11 minutes? 11. Okay. And the duration is one minute per level, and if it's 11 minutes, that means the caster level is 11. You gain 11 temporary hit points. See how I did that? Yes. Cool. Cool. Anybody else have any uh, prep that they're doing as the <clears throat> ships are closing in?
4: Uh, d- Probably. Devoth would heal himself. Okay.
0: I'll, uh, blessing a fervor.
4: Okay. We just get one thing to do to, uh,
1: prep?
6: Well,
0: Tom oh, got like well, I'm three things. Ju- so. I just,
1: we're just doing this, like, in order, so, like, because Scram, I was like, what's everyone doing? And Tom was like, <laughs> I have three things.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, yeah, first thing I would do is heal myself for f-
1: <laughs> 14.
0: Uh, I, um, how far... Hold on. How far are we away from the ship?
1: Uh, 100 feet.
0: Uh, I'm going to save Blessing of Forever for, for the, my next turn. Okay. I think.
1: And Autumn is moving 40 feet. Their ship is going to be moving 30 feet. So it's 100 feet away right now. One round from now, it's going to be 30 feet away.
0: Yeah, okay. I'm going to wait. I'll use blessing when we get closer
6: Are we still like under the water Or are we like on top of it You're on the
1: water surface
4: Yeah we we surfaced To see what was going on and happened to come up Right next to the flagship
3: Yeah I'm not sure if that was lucky or unlucky
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll find out
4: I mean Devos is pretty happy about it
3: That's
0: true We should just ram it with Autumn Yeah
4: (laughs) Certain Autumn would be thrilled about that idea (laughs)
0: He's a trooper.
5: What we should do is really freak him out
2: and
4: have Autumn do a fucking barrel roll. (laughs) 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 Make a womp, womp,
5: womp,
0: sound. (laughs) Just just start drifting
4: around. As we're getting close, all of a sudden Autumn just like twists and like just capsizes sideways. And like all of a sudden we just appear from, from like rotating out the same, like in the same rotation on the other side of them, like, haha.
0: (laughs) You didn't expect that, did you, bitch? (laughs) We pop up and do a kickflip with the ship. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: I'm gonna turn into an
6: owl since we're above the water.
1: So, you guys are coming from this direction to the relative east of the map. Like, the ships are, like, kind of, like, meeting each other head-on. Not like they're gonna ram each other, but, like, that's the direction you guys are... Coming from, okay. So, let's call this round one of combat. First PC up is Scram.
5: All right. Actually, how far away
1: are they? The bow of your ship is thirty feet from the bow of their ship.
7: Okay.
5: Uh, I'm just gonna cast um fo- uh, cloud kill uh right at the bow and just let it drift uh in there.
1: Okay. <laughs>
4: Scrim-, Scrim is, like, the fucking R- Rick and Morty, like, creature. Oh, here I go killing again. <laughs> 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 yep, pretty
1: much. <clears throat> Alex just put all these creatures on there. We're like, oh. <laughs> all right. Um, I think everybody involved has enough hit die to not instantly die.
3: You should double check. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so everyone's going to make fortitude saves.
5: Uh, the DC for cloud kill. Uh, it's a, fifth level, it's a spell. fifth level spell. So it is uh, going to be twenty two. So what
1: happens on a pass and what happens on a fail?
5: So uh, a living creature with uh six or more HD takes one D or, yeah uh takes one D four points of Constitution damage on. Your turn each round while in the cloud. A successful fortitude save halves this damage. Holding one's breath doesn't help.
1: Okay. So give me six D4 rolls individually, Tom.
5: All right. So the first one, oh, that's weird. Uh, First one is four. Okay. Second one is one. Next one is four. Next mm-hmm. one is one, next one is one, and the next one is three. That was a real Cheryl line.
3: You sound, like, uh, yeah. you sound like one of those uh, Powerball... I mean, the <laughs> and first the final up. one up. <laughs> <laughs> Making tonight's winning number four, one, 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 three. <laughs> <laughs> three.
4: <laughs> and that was just the first round of the Cloud Kill, correct? Well, yeah, then
1: the ship's gonna just blow right through it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Smell my fart. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Gotta love the stop everything for five minute spells. (laughs) 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 Moving on. Next up is Devoth.
4: All right. Devoth is going to uh, slap his left breast pocket and cast uh, Mirror Image. Okay. And we got four mirrors.
1: Okay. Anything else? Uh, that's it for now. Up next is Ivan.
6: And we're, like, pretty far away from still, right?
1: The bow of your ship is 30 feet away from the bow of their ship.
6: So they're roughly 120 feet away from us?
4: Less
1: than that, I think.
6: Well, if it's... Our bow is 30 from theirs. It looks like they're in the middle of the deck, which is about 30 feet from their bow.
1: If you guys are about where they are on your ship, then yeah, so they're hundred to about one hundred and twenty. Yeah, yeah, that's, right. that's actually a pretty good estimate. Yeah, sucking
6: that. <clears throat> then I'm going to fly up thirty feet above our deck, but like keep pace with the boat, so I don't end up like really in front or behind of it. Behind it. Okay. Are
1: you medium or large size as a giant owl? I am. I think a medium owl.
4: Okay. Yes. You're like a man-sized owl. Okay. Next up is Cheryl. I'm
3: going to cast invisibility.
1: Wow. Okay.
3: So I'm invisible now. And with my move action, I'll take a five-foot step forward. No, oh, no. The Britney Spears blow-up dolls are back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right. You guys failed to kill three of these Arrhenius devils at Harrigan's Fort, and they flew off.
3: <laughs> That's alright, we can just banish them. It's no problem, as they say.
1: So they're each going to fly at you guys, and one is going to shoot Scram, one is going to shoot Leon, and one is going to shoot Ivan.
3: Nice, because I'm invisible.
1: <laughs> Scram is a 26 hit.
5: No, it does not. Wow. that shield plus mage armor. Let's go.
3: Mage armor, baby.
1: Leon does a thirty-three hit.
3: Oh
0: yeah.
1: Okay. So you're going to take eight damage and six fire damage. And oh, I did I did say one was going after Cheryl, but he is invisible, so the other one's going to go after Devoth. Natural twenty.
4: Oh.
1: Okay. And that is a thirty-one to confirm. That confirms. Roll for the mirror. Oh, fuck. Yes. Oh. Mirrors. <laughs> he always
3: forgets. He always forgets. Yes. Oh,
1: how many mirrors do you got? There are four mirrors. Okay, so I'm going to roll a d6. I'm going to ignore the six. And Devoth is one. Two. Yeah. So one of those mirrors gets absolutely wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> All right. Up next is
0: Leon. All right, I'm going to cast Blessing of Fervor.
1: Okay.
0: And I'm not going to move. I'm going to move behind DeVos. Be big. Okay. <laughs>
1: uh, at this point, I'm going to move you guys. Uh, you guys aren't just going to like crash head on into uh, the abigail's Fury. Uh, Come on, Autumn.
4: Do it. You won't.
0: Let's <laughs> <a> play chicken. <laughs>
4: Their so. ship is much larger than ours. They're just not going to care. <laughs> They'll just try and run us over.
0: It'll, it'll like do a s- damage.
3: <laughs> a speed bump.
1: Okay, so that's about where you guys are now. And it is... Trevelia Thrunes turn. I will I will thank you guys for being patient with me during this combat, because she and her compatriot have a lot of moving pieces. And I did as much as I could to map everything out so it was as easy to reference and use as possible, but... So, Dravalia Thrune is going to... Uh, and so this one is Dravalia, by the way. and Which one is? This one. And she has a heavily armored companion with her with a glaive-like weapon. And Dravalia is going to make a full attack with her... Heavy repeating crossbow on Devoth. It's a 41 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Okay. And then a 33 to hit. Yep. Okay. And a 25 to hit. That does not. Is it within five?
4: Yes. Okay.
1: So, uh, I'm going to roll a d4 for the first shot. One is Devoth for the mirrors. One. All right. You take 36 damage. What?
5: What Sorry. the fuck? You take
1: 36 damage. And uh, all right. So then bolt number two, same roll. One is Devoth on the D4. Three. So it takes out an, a mirror image and the third one misses, but is within five. And so another mirror image is destroyed. All right. So Devoth has one mirror image left, I believe. Yep. Okay. And like a almost like uh not quite that extreme, but I'm like imagining like like Gamora when she's got that like huge like minigun in uh Guardians 2 and she's just like <laughs> she's like mowing down Nebula, I think. Draxley thing's got this big heavy crossbow and it's just got this like big Bolt magazine is just pop, 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 pop uh, right across the gap at you guys.
4: Yeah, that thing hits like a truck.
1: Yeah. Well, she, uh, I mo- assume it's
4: enchanted and shit too. M-
1: moving pieces. Yeah. That too. Uh, okay. Up next is Scram.
4: <sighs> Scram has
5: a lot of options here.
1: Um, Cast Battle Mime Link. <laughs> You're so smart.
5: No, I'm going to do the next best play though. Uh, I'm going to do Maximize Fireball on this guy here. On Dravalia? Uh, no, the guy next to him. Her? Oh. Is Which... this... It, Dravalia is not the armored one. Oh. This is Dravelia. Okay, so then, yes, on Dravelia, Okay. And that's, uh, 60 damage there, Bob.
1: Ooh, maximized, right. Okay. Um, Dang. Let's, uh, roll some Reflex saves, then. I'm gonna start with the officers. That's a 12, a 12, an 18, and a 16. So I think all the officers fail. Let's go to Drevelya. That is a 32, and her companion, 12. Okay, so Drevelia saves, everyone else fails. That means Gervelia takes 20 points of damage. 30. 30. 30 points of damage, and everyone else takes 60.
5: Holy cow. And those people have oh, to roll God. to kill?
4: Yeah, does that trigger massive damage rules?
3: Hold no, on. I'm playing the wrong class. This is ridiculous.
1: Hold on, give me a second.
4: This is what wizard
1: does at high levels. It, yeah. it does get That's pretty insane. ridiculous. All right, that was 60 damage, right? Yeah. Uh,
3: I know I just did 60 damage. Um, do they have a chance to just all die? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs>
1: Okay, let me reference some stat blocks. (laughs) Man, okay, so Dravalia, having taken less than 50, isn't subject to that, but everybody else now needs to make a DC-10 constitution check or die from shock. Let's start with the officers. Let's see what's what's their constitution at. I just I, I adjusted their hit points going, nothing else is gonna matter with their con score. <laughs> so hold on a second. Um I think red was the only one that Red failed and took four, and everybody else either passed or w- between their passes and fails only took one con damage, which doesn't matter. Okay, right, so red has a plus two to his constitution. Seven. So red dies. Yes. Every, oh my God. Everyone else has a plus the other the other officers have a plus four to their constitution. Fourteen. Eighteen. Now twenty. Okay. Alright, now let's do her armored companion. Eight. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit. No <laughs>
2: way.
5: Oh, wow. Feel the
2: burn.
5: Wow. <laughs> oh. Woof.
0: <laughs> oh, that not feel so taste good. taste that?
6: Oh, man. Tastes like a salty GM coming.
1: <laughs> oh, so Scram Scram sends a maximized fireball. Whose idea was that massive damage rule? I, I, I want a name, and I'm going to send them a very angry letter. And her companion. Oh, you guys don't know. You don't know how pivotal that was her companion, uh, the the fireball explodes out and then melts away and uh only two people have dropped from this, but scram you know that that did a lot of damage, and Gervelia is looking down at her companion uh she looks flabbergasted
5: and uh I run inside. <laughs> <laughs> Because I know where those next four darts are going and it's not going to be at me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So Scram maximized fireball drops two people, shouts no takesies backsies and runs inside of
2: Autumn.
1: (laughs)
3: <laughs> it's like you ever you ever break a window or something as a kid yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get out of here
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh
4: that is the absolute best part of that and i run back inside <laughs> Man. yeah
5: because i know where everything was gonna go at that point
1: <laughs> tom take a hero point <sighs>
3: oh let's go yeah.
1: fucking shit <clears throat>
3: Don't feel too bad, Axel. I mean, if Tom didn't do it, I was good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, you're right.
6: You would have insta-killed three of them, not two.
1: <laughs> With that, you guys hear a roar. And up from beneath your line of sight, like where the Abigail's Fury was blocking this dragon, as it was flying towards you, it swoops up over the deck of the Abigail's Fury and you all recognize Dorel.
6: Scram, get back out here. We need some poetry.
1: <laughs> the dragon <laughs> that let you guys go in Harrigan's fortress oh, in exchange shit. for some haikus.
3: I got more of them.
1: <laughs> and
3: Yeah, wait, we like this guy. This is good news maybe.
1: And it comes right at you guys and it sends a line of fire across
6: Yeah, that doesn't sound like good news.
1: Cheryl, DeVoth and Leon. From the three of you, I need reflex saves.
0: But 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 the haikus. <laughs> yeah, I thought
3: we were cool.
1: Apparently uh that hall pass expired.
4: I'm going to hero point this. Hey. So, yeah, with that I got a
0: 35. I just have a 27.
3: 24, I'm the greatest.
1: Wow. <laughs> so the the DC for this breath weapon is 24. Yes! Oh <laughs> my god. No way. However, that's only to have the damage, which is 45. So you all take 24 damage. 22 damage. That's what I said. And, uh, oh, it's only if you fail your save. Okay. So when we last saw Durrell, um I described him as a sinister-looking dragon and I think that was because I was trying to avoid describing him as a red colored dragon because that is the color of him, but he is not a red dragon, which is like a specific type of dragon, just like a a a barbed devil or a araous devil. Dorel is an infernal dragon. infernal dragons uh are from the lawful evil plane of hell, and they have a really cool ability where I mean you guys all made your save against his breath weapon which is awesome for you guys but if you fail your save versus their breath weapon uh you can't benefit from morale bonuses for a full minute
4: oh fuck oh my god you know like my rage yeah you would get the plus four enhancement bonus from the rage but none of the other effects of it
1: yeah and if you uh if you fail your save again versus breath weapon during that time you're staggered for a round oh uh, but luckily you all saved. Uh, but yeah, with that, it utilizes its flyby uh, attack feat to just kind of continue its flight beyond where you guys are. Like it just kind of flies off to the uh, southwest after it uh, after it does that like flaming strafe. And with that it is now Devoth's turn.
4: Okay. So as a swift action, I'm going to activate rage. Of course. And then, is this like true distance as to how far away we are right now? Uh, probably not. All right. Um, are we less? Are like, we less than sixty feet from these first group of guys?
1: No. How far is it? I would say. Let's see if. Uh, oh wait, wait,
4: wait, wait, hold on. Sorry, I have. I keep thinking the fly spell gives me a fly speed equal to my land speed. It gives me a fly speed of sixty feet. Yes. So. With haste, it's actually 90 feet. Are we within 90 feet of them? Yes. Okay. Then, Devoth is going to fly up so that he is floating 10 feet above the two officers. Okay. And then he's going to cast Greater Bladed Dash.
0: What? Oh, my. What that doing? Yeah, I remember oh, what this geez. does.
4: Um, I, I dash 30 feet in a straight line. Attacking all enemies
0: that I pass <laughs> in that line. Carve him up, butcher. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just call him the lawnmower. Gonna open up
0: an Arby's after this. He's <laughs> gonna have a mountain of meat.
1: So, who are you targeting with your greater bladed dash? All four of them,
4: both officers and Oh, I'm targeting the officer in the back, and I'll hit. I'm gonna be hitting all four of them with attacks as I go by.
1: Okay. Cool. That's so cool
4: of you mm. to do that. <laughs> it's getting saltier. Cool, cool, cool. Not quite to the salt level that I like, but we're getting there, boys. <laughs> oh, and for Blessing of Fervor, I'm taking the plus two, two attacks and saves.
6: Really? You don't think an extra... Uh, well, I guess it won't matter. You don't do a full round on each of them.
4: Yep, yeah, it's one attack each. All right, so that's where I'm going to finish, and I will start with uh, green.
6: I'm kind of just, like, chuckling,
5: like, knowing how much damage these guys just took.
4: <laughs> oh, wow. So yeah. uh, on green, that is a natural one. On my first attack. I got you now, you motherfucker. Does a, f- <laughs> does a 45 confirm? Yeah. No. <laughs> I was like, fuck you, it does. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and next is orange. That's a 42 to hit. Yep. And that is 44 damage. And he takes five lightning, six sonic, and Devoth takes five damage back. Okay, you kill orange. And next is Dravalia. God damn it, that's another natural <laughs> weapon. Oh my god. What? Uh-oh. Does a 32 confirm? No.
3: You're bailing yourself Ooh. out.
4: All right. And then on green, is a 35 hit. Yeah. Wait, you mean blue? Sorry, yeah, blue. It looks kind of green here. Anyway. You um stupid. The last, stu- sorry, yeah, green is the one that I missed already. Yeah, on blue, a 35 to hit for 43 damage, plus...
0: Two lightning, four
4: <laughs> Sonic, and Devoth takes two back.
1: Cool double nat one, but you know, right? whatever.
0: Not a lot of people over there to fight back.
4: Yeah, especially when people are killing two a time
6: two at a time each turn.
4: The only problem is Dravelia hits really hard, and I don't have a whole lot of health left.
2: <laughs>
6: yeah,
1: but, but it's about to be my turn. So up next is Ivan. Perfect what is it i is it a free action for
6: me to activate my kimono because I don't want to deal with a fucking dragon right now so he needs to get up it's and a sign standard that action
1: bitch. it's a, it's a standard action Ooh. but they've got to be within 30 feet of you which it is not
6: even though I'm 30 feet above the deck of the Mascador? yeah um hold on okay it, it like if he's not he's not it's not a big deal
1: he's just like out of there
6: okay um now Got I a fly also, speed of 200
1: feet.
4: Holy fuck, really? Um, and also the kimono yeah. the kimono is uh it's within sixty feet. Okay.
1: Yeah, but I said All thirty right. feet. So <laughs> Okay, <laughs> you know
6: Regardless. I'm not gonna use the kimono. I'm just going to charge Degralia. And uh, you know what yep, you love it. Of
1: effect for that? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I guess you how do. Would I, how would I not see her? I see, yeah. Well, line of effect, not line of sight. Yeah, because it's 30 feet effect. above the, above yeah, the deck.
6: Yeah, I, I have it. And, okay. uh, you know, it's going to be a kitty missile. And. aren't you, Oh, right. Right, yeah. <laughs> Here comes the. Now salt. we're starting to hit those levels of salt I like. <laughs> uh, do we have Rage on? Yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Glad I asked, because I didn't. Use your extra, you know, d six for the one once per rage here. Yeah, I'll probably do that. Fucking rainbow kitty missile, neon cat. This bitch.
6: <laughs> First one's a thirty
4: three to hit. That's all right. That's gonna
6: be for twenty six damage plus. Uh, I think I do all five d six now.
4: Five d six. Because you get lightning, yeah. that's your standard wild shape one. You right. get one from rage, and you get yep. another one you get you get acid two from rage on your claws, but not on your bite. Yes, yep. you get two from rage, and normally you get acid but not on your bite. And then there's the D six from the Sonic. So
6: for the bite it's four D six, for claws it's five D six. Yep.
2: Oh. <laughs> uh, Jeez.
6: <laughs> okay, so that's gonna be Two lightning, we'll do four fire, two cold, and
4: six sonic. Just a casual 14 damage, an extra 50% under your damage. <laughs> Boop.
6: And then uh, 23 CMB to try and grab her.
0: What did you take for blessing? Uh, I don't know, I checked for her.
4: So you took the plus two to AC and save?
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: He'll need that with that minus two for four
6: hours. <laughs> um... So what about the twenty-three?
1: Doesn't seem to grapple her.
6: Okay, now let's do some claw action. Uh, that's a natural twenty on the first one, and a thirty-three to confirm. That confirms. Uh, um, I actually rolled a natural twenty on my second claw. Can I
4: roll a D twenty to kill? Look no, at roll twenty. It, well, it wasn't three in a row, but it would. Basically, be. you rolled a forty-two. No, wouldn't you rolled the forty two and then the thirty, like you rolled the nat twenty and then on the confirmation you yeah. roll you rolled an eleven. The confirmation wasn't a natural twenty. Uh, right. Okay, so a thirty three to confirm.
1: Yeah, what we're looking at here, Nick, is two individual crits. Yeah, and you yes, should be are. ashamed just... of yourself. <laughs> I'm not.
0: Insane. I'm. I'm not. This at is all. insane. Yeah.
4: So anyway, this crit is called surprise opening. <laughs> Double, da- double damage, so the actual crit damage, and one free attack against the target with a minus five penalty.
0: t fucking heat,
4: Delicious. All right,
6: before I take that free attack, I'm going to do all my lightning shit. All right. Uh, hold on a sec.
4: Like Alex just got up and walked away in disgust. <laughs> <resource water. laughs> yeah, you should Very be.
0: Beautiful. <laughs> should Very beautiful. Should be. Very nice. You should be taking video of Alex's reactions <laughs> so we could post them as gifts. <laughs>
6: So, real quick, I thought this bitch was going to be like the big baddie of Book Six. She was, but we <laughs> fucked him. I don't know how could she possibly
2: be.
4: <laughs> well, I think big a big part of it. I think she is a lot more dangerous when the other when her companion was still alive, and the fact that Alex yeah. rolled like a two on his con save against the fireball. It like it, it made this fight infinitely less complicated. <laughs> All right, I'm back. What I miss?
0: I, I, well, I was just thinking about it. it's hold a good on thing that you took. What? <laughs> so is he, what did I miss? Is he throating somebody over there. <sighs> <laughs> we were just talking about how it was a really good thing that you took all that time prepping for this combat because there's a lot of moving pieces.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Every time he
1: does this, her companion. <laughs> has the bodyguard feet in harm's way. Her whole thing is she blocks attacks coming at Druvalia and even intercepts them all together instead of Druvalia taking the hit. <laughs> but she didn't make it past the fireball.
4: <laughs> fireball. So how's that damage on that first crit, Nick.
6: Hold on, I'm just enjoying this level of salt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I was missing from my I asked drink. for more, and we got more,
6: guys. That's just it's delicious. What was your question, <laughs> Matt? <laughs> I'm
3: in what's salt your, coma.
4: <laughs> what's your damage on that first crit? <laughs> uh, It's a 51.
6: Plus? Plus. Three lightning, four fire, one cold, four acid, and four sonic.
1: And if I heard correctly, before I uh, stood up and walked away from this bullshit, that crit allows Ivan to make another free attack
4: at a minus five penalty.
5: Yeah. Yep. Which I could. Well, mm-hmm. hold up. So first fifty-one. That's half.
4: Does she have to what? reroll? Is that does yeah? Does that qualify under massive damage? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are you really gonna make me do this? <laughs>
0: I mean, there's also another crit coming up. But if she if she dies, (laughs) like massive damage, I
1: want to be able to. I'm going to
6: use that crit on the green guy.
1: Got a natural 15.
2: Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm losing custody of my children right now.
0: (laughs) We're more powerful than you now, Dad. (laughs) It's my turn to take the car.
6: Okay, uh, so you said right. it's at a minus 5? Yeah. It's at a 27 to hit. Uh, that misses. Plus 1 from haste. He's, I think he has haste toggled. Oh, on. I do have it toggled.
1: Misses. Okay.
6: Second claw, natural 20 with a 41 to confirm. Misses. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one's going to be 56 slashing damage. No, yes. no, no. Oh, that's not. right.
4: Let's give me the card. This card, this is called Flay. And this does normal damage plus one D six strength damage. No thanks. Let's
2: yeah, let's <laughs> do the double damage.
4: <laughs> okay, so
6: twenty-four damage plus I'm gonna do the D6 of strength first, then everything else. Okay. Four strength damage, six lightning, four acid, four cold, three fire, one sonic. Okay.
4: God, I love that list every time.
2: <laughs>
1: okay. So, with that claw, Dravelia Thrune is just, as the crit said, flayed. Yeah. And yes. she begins to collapse down to the deck, but is stopped by some unseen force. And the deck of the ship splits open. And. Three tentacles begin coiling around Gervelia.
0: Oh no, she's a Gundam pilot too.
1: Oh no, this isn't even her final form. One ten, <laughs> 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 one tentacle yellow, another tentacle red, and the third tentacle blue, and they coil around Gervelia, and a nimbus of fire uh, engulfs her body, and. Encompassing the tentacles come up three different massive claws from the deck of the ship, and they all just kind of, like, grasp Drevalia's limp body. And they grip into her skin and pull out a translucent image of Drevalia, who is screaming in terror and... A massive shock wave comes out from this point on the ship, and the storm itself stops. What? And you guys can see unabated for miles, and you have a full view of the naval battle. And the, and the naval battle has full view on this spectacle, which is creating this beam of light that's shooting straight up into the heavens, and the claws finish pulling Drevalia's soul out of her body and pulls her into the deck. You see the ocean around the ship begin to glow red, and you can hear her scream descend into the depths below until sheer distance mutes it, and all is silent. And the storm seems to slowly be bleeding back into the full fury that it is. But it's almost like the storm is like on pause. Like some massive shock wave just pushed all of the falling rain and the mist away. And all of the cellist ships turn and flee. Woo. And it appears that you guys have won this naval battle. The what just transpired? You're not totally sure.
4: Bitch got dragged to hell. Yeah,
6: she made a contract with the devils of hell for her soul.
1: You're not totally sure. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. That's basically what happened. <laughs> that uh, that was Garion, the archdevil, with whom she made a bargain.
4: The deal uh, to get through the Eye of Edmond Yes.
1: And it's it's never anything that the characters are made privy to, but part of the uh, payment for that deal was uh, between Drevalia and another benefactor back in Cheliax, whoever died first, their soul would be property of Garion.
3: You fucked up, kid.
4: Yep. You messed with the wrong pirates.
3: I didn't even do anything that fight It was amazing
0: I love that's my favorite fight (laughs) Did that fight The lazy boy recliner
3: fight (laughs) You know what's weird about that
6: fight Was that there was only one round of like Actual interaction Because everything else was the setups. Yeah,
1: That wasn't weird that was fucking Right on brand for you assholes
3: (laughs) (laughs) Alright I go invisible fight's over okay I... <laughs> start patting everybody on the
2: back yeah, <laughs> actually axel's right this is
0: right on brand for everybody <laughs> <laughs> gg <Yeah>. boys gg
1: <laughs> so what do you guys do
0: good thing i waited that turn for blessing a fervor <laughs>
4: <laughs> um yeah we watched the uh watched the ship sail i guess back into the eye and
5: well, I think that wonder if they st- still have Garion's let protection or not. <laughs> There's still a fucking dragon.
4: Well,
5: right. Yeah, he the
1: dragon's not about to take on an entire fleet.
4: No, okay. Yeah. <laughs> in that case, I'm wondering. Which I, I I really have to wonder. Like, do they still have Garion's protection? Trying to go back through the eye. Well,
1: <laughs> they appear to be retreating by like sailing west, and they're going oh, okay. to attempt to skirt around the storm back home. Oh, okay. So, what do you guys do? Uh,
3: hey, pal. Uh, hope it's okay that we come back through here. Um, <laughs> saw what just happened, but we're cool.
1: <laughs> you still got us, right?
3: <laughs> I don't. I got not. you, but I'm not
1: protecting you. <laughs> <laughs> I uh... <laughs>
2: Alex,
7: I love you so much.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Leon's gonna go on the deck and summon up a hero's feast. Nice. That was some hard work.
4: <laughs> and I imagine we should, uh, you know, go meet up with the other pirate lords and, and you know, brag how we did all the hard work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
5: would yeah. like this
6: warship. And check out everything.
5: Oh yeah, I through. mean, do
6: we need to make a Mascador 2.0? We just got this sweet ass massive. Ship. Actually,
4: yeah, get that skeletal anchor over here. We're taking this. Ship. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: got it's got some damage to be repaired from the whole uh, Garian spectacle that matter. you guys witnessed. All yeah. also I'm
6: hearing is scram, 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 scram.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so. Uh it's basically uh cleanup time. You guys are just kind of going around uh you got the skeleton anchor on the Abigail's Fury uh going around and just kind of regrouping everybody. There's a lot of missing ships. Th- the fleet itself looks like it's probably about 60% the size of what it used to be.
4: Like the the fleet that Not we bad. came with. Yes. So, that's that's heavy losses, but, you know, we fucking saved the shackles. So,
1: yeah. As the the Pirate Lords and other uh key players from this uh invasion kind of get together, Tessa Fairwind uh announces that she wants all of the lords and their uh their closest confidants to meet in her ship with her uh following a uh, a party. That just kind of spontaneously breaks out um, on all of the various ships. Like everyone's like party, party. And Tessa's like, yeah, party. Also, all officers or all uh, all all pirate lords. Like let's have a let's have a special pirate lord meeting uh, amid this partying. Isn't there only like two or three actual pirate lords? It's
4: us, Tessa Fairwind, uh, Aaron X, and Demian,
1: and Lord of Gales is here.
6: Oh, is
4: he there?
1: And was there one more? I mean, you got brought Captain Cork with you, who you can bring to the meeting if you want. Um, but yeah, he's not a he's not a pirate lord. But yeah, that that is the fullest of lords. Okay. Yeah. No. Well. And
3: Cheryl, uh... while not a pirate lord, is regarded in a similar you
1: know. <laughs> not even a captain. Yeah. He watches TV with a pirate lord. So. <laughs> <laughs> All
4: right. So yeah, let's uh, let's go <clears throat> see what Tessa's got going on now that we've won this battle for her. Okay.
1: You guys are probably a couple drinks in by the time uh you make your way into uh Tessa's uh cabin and uh the the mood like like kind of immediately drops once you're in here like it's very uh seems like a very serious air in here. And there's a single lantern illuminating the finely adorned cabin, laying a soft light onto the faces of the various captains and their crewmen, and casting long somber shadows onto the walls. Uh Tessa looks around at you all. She says, Today's victory cannot be understated. Hear, hear. Uh, that the Devoth's hear, hear is uh, echoed throughout the, the cabin. She, uh, Tessa nods her head uh, kind of generally at everybody's excitement. And and she says, while some of us have suffered heavy losses, those losses pale in comparison to what we have protected today. Our crews, our loved ones, our nation will not be slaves tomorrow. And there's another like, yeah, fuck Chelyaks.
4: Yeah, Duval's like powdered his, his hand on the table like, damn right.
1: And she looks, all, she looks at all of you and she, you've never seen her more serious. She says, yet there still remains a very serious problem. This victory was attained in spite of the inactions. No, the morbid negligence of Kurdak Bonefist. He said that the Chelish could not invade, that they posed no threat. He was wrong. This invasion was very real, and had we failed today, no other unified force could have assembled fast enough to challenge it. Once word of this spreads, the Hurricane King will brand everyone in this room as traitors and spread misinformation designed to justify executing the group of free captains and pirate lords who now pose a threat to his authority. The cabin is dead silent. She says, Does anyone disagree with what I've just said?
5: Scram actually uh, creeps a smile on his face like, like, I knew this was coming. I'm waiting for it.
3: (laughs) For a second, I thought you were going to say you disagree. (laughs) With a grin. Yeah.
1: Does anyone here intend to surrender themselves to the (laughs) gallows? Devoth is probably the only person who who guffaws at that. Everybody else is like just silent as the grave. Yep. Yep. She goes, then I say, our work to secure the safety of the shackles is not finished. Though we have repelled the tyrannical invasion from the north, we must now root out the tyrant who yet dwells within our borders. I say, the Hurricane King is no longer fit to rule but he will not surrender his crown willingly. I say, Kurdak Bonefist must die.
6: Can I roll sense motive? Okay. And I want to use the plus eight on it from a hero point. Sure. Ooh. So that's a 24.
0: I got a 41.
1: You're not sensing any ulterior motives from her. She is being 100% serious in the... The repercussions heading your way, at least as far as she sees it, and the solution that she is pitching to you guys. She's being totally serious. Um,
6: No, I guess my sense of motive wasn't about her being serious or not. It was more about, is she doing it actually for the betterment of the shackles, or is this really more motivated by personal gain?
1: You think she's totally on the up and up. So she says Kardak Bonefist must die. And there's a breathless pause. And then, like, one person in the room is like, yes. And then another person, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. And before, you know, it, the entire room is just jacked up saying, yeah, Kurdak Bonefist must die. They're all chanting it. Tessa waits for the room to calm back down. And she says, now, before we sail down and create a power vacuum, it's important that we choose a successor here and now. <coughs> and <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I everyone that
0: had a little tickle in my throat. <laughs> Now's my
5: chance. You know, the Mass Brotherhood <laughs> taking
4: over. Uh
2: could
1: see it.
4: Meryl's <coughs> not in the Mass Brotherhood though.
5: I'm not oh, the <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: several people pipe up and they're like, Master of Gales, Aaron Axendemion, Tessa Farrowin. But you look around and it's clear that these nominations are coming from within each Pirate Lord's own crew. And Tessa smiles as if she had seen this coming and she says, no. Whose actions brought together this armada, the only force readily available to repel Chelyaks? There's a short pause and then one person says, Devoth song cleaver. Who learned of this invasion in the first place while simultaneously taking out the traitor behind it? More people, Devoth. Who took out the traitor's fleet, denying Cheliak's valuable additions to its own forces? Devoth.
0: Devoth. 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 Ivan been... <laughs> <laughs> and company Actually, mostly Scam.
1: <laughs> Who rooted out a chellish spy ring and initially brought evidence of an invasion to light? Devoth. Devoth. Devoth.
0: Devoth. Devoth.
1: Who dismantled the cult of Dagon that's been haunting our ports for generations? Devoth. Devoth. There's a cult Devoth. of Dagon. Devoth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Next. <laughs> Who worked their way from a press ganged rigger all the way to pirate lord Devoth, in D- less than a year's time? Devoth. Devoth. Devoth! Who sailed to Blood Cove, killed Shichiro, and took his goddamn table?
0: Devoth! Devoth! Devoth.
1: <laughs> she extends her arm all the way out to point to Devoth, Phoenix Wright style. Captain Devoth Sharkspain, Song Cleaver. I say that you are the most capable, charismatic, and badass of us all. And I nominate you to succeed Kurdak Bonefist as the Hurricane King. Do you accept my nomination? Will you lead us to Port Peril to liberate the Shackles from the incompetence of Fist's rule? And will you rule the Shackles as the first outstanding Hurricane King of these isles in 40 years? And the room is silent.
0: Except for one guy who yells, <laughs> <laughs>
6: Say no. Say no. It's time to focus on yourself. <laughs>
0: I just really need some me time guys
4: Alright so kind of like silently Devoth stands up And kind of looks around the room Like meeting the eyes of You know the Pirate Lords one by one With Tessa and Aranax and Master of Gales And is looking at all the people Assembled And he just flashes a grin And says Let's go commit a coup shall we yeah! Uh, All
5: Javon. hail
1: Devoth! The king in the north! Devoth
6: forever! <laughs> Devoth!
1: No one <laughs> swings like Devoth, <laughs> takes the things like Devoth, then <laughs> goes yes. sailing around, raiding ships like Devoth! <laughs> <laughs> the song just <laughs> breaks out
4: like among the pirate lords yeah. like spontaneously. He takes plunder yes.
1: after the exsanguinating.
3: <laughs> I don't remember. Oh words. what a
1: guy. Oh my god. Everybody. Dev- <laughs>
2: <dev-off,
1: dev-off. laughs> the We'll see you next week! Oh my god! See ya! So
3: see ya! See ya!
7: This is the first installment of 5-Minute Cryptids. I'm your host, Tom, or some may know me better as playing Scram and Acre in our Pathfinder podcast, Swiss Army Scorpion, where we are playing an adventure path called Skulls and Shackles, which is a pirate-themed campaign. With this in mind, I wish for you to close your eyes and imagine yourself on a ship. You feel the boards ache and moan under your feet with every passing wave as if the ship was breathing and alive. A shout rings out, and recognize it as the ship's authority. Captain. Before you have time to look around, you are almost doubled over with the stench of rotten fish and low tide. You turn your head, and realize you are standing before Davy Jones and his damned crew. Have you ever wondered about that bump in the night? Curious of the cracking in the woods in the moonslight. Scared of what's lurking just below the water's surface, I'll show you. And they all welcome you to the Five Minute Cryptid Podcast. I'm your host Tom, or better known as Scramanacra. So be ready, hold tight as we delve behind the curtain to greet them. Today's topic is that of Pirate Legend's Davy Jones, the Flying Dutchman, and of course, Davy Jones Locker. Known as the Sailor's Devil or Evil God of the Sea, Davy Jones is not a legend, but the legend in pirate lore. Texts dating back to 18th century, scholars are having trouble trying to pinpoint exactly where the stories start from, with the possibility of the myth starting centuries earlier. There are many theories and debates as to where this all started from, including if this person was real or not. One story suggests he was an owner of a pub, and poor souls who ventured in looking for a drink only to pass out waking up in Davy Jones' locker, awaiting to be sold off as a slave or person of hire. When his pub failed, he became a pirate, overtaking ships, beheading crews, and left the rest abandoned to the sinking ships. A more biblical reference in a 19th century dictionary was Ghost of Jonah a name of bad luck and misfortune among sailors. According to the Bible, God punished Jonah for disobedience and, like Satan, became the devil of the sea. Simultaneously, the Welsh think of Davy Jones to be the patron saint, St. David, who is believed to be a protector from the sea's true nature as a hostile hellscape. St. David is also thought to be the judge of good Versus bad sailors, and only protects those that he deems good from the harsh seas, while the bad would experience the full wrath, and potentially be sent to the Davy Jones Locker, A.K.A. Bottom of the Sea. Davy Jones Locker seems to have a very consistent history as being the final resting place for ships and drowned crew, be at the bottom of the sea, never to be disturbed again. Due to popular films, Davy Jones seems to also be connected to The Flying Dutchman. In reality, this is not truth. Stories of The Flying Dutchman have surfaced as early as 17th century, and even more creepier has been said to appear in more recent times as well. The main story is along the lines of a captain, his ship, her crew were experiencing harsh weather, as they tried desperately to get to port. Unfortunately, they never made it, lost forever. Ever since, on stormy nights, middle of the sea, no one around, a dim light or a vague outline of a ship can be seen. Flying Dutchman is an omen of death upon seeing it. Just as her crew, you may never make it back to port again. My flag waves under the Swiss Army Scorpion banner. Outside of that, I'll see you all next week. Stay weird and be cryptid.